Wait, you just said the word donut? I was like, that's a, like a, the donut piece. He's like, you're a fucking... Yeah, yeah. fuck, that's what I'm fucking talking about, my man. <laughs> and then Albert's like, yeah, well, you know, shut the fuck up, Albert. Well, I don't. he's talking about the stanchion. No, the okay. donut piece. Nerd. Fucking nerd. <laughs> and then I said the word variable with him, and he oh, just fuck. fucking oh. lost it. He just... He's mm, a baby. The guy's a cock. He literally, like, clapped, pointed. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Yes! <laughs> and then everyone in produce clapped. Well, come back <laughs> to another solid 10 of 10. Hi. We have Hello. a really good episode today. We're sorry. I think so. I mean... Sorry. We have a lot to talk about. Hopefully it doesn't bother you. Yeah. We're and not trying do. to bother you. Okay, don't let us intrude, but... It was forced. It was forced. I didn't like it was forced. I Damn felt it. like it was coming to my own We watched... <laughs> separately, might I add... <laughs> We all watched Sorry to Bother You. By ourselves. New movie with, what's his name? <laughs> Fuck. Michael J. White. <laughs> that guy from Will Get Will Smith. All right, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah. We don't have a story time this week. Sorry to disappoint, but it will be oh, back. So sorry. We just um, didn't, uh, we, our source was um, occupied. Oh, Couldn't baby. get material. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be breaking down some trailers we think we got uh, fan- the new Fantastic Beast trailer and the Shazam trailer. Oh, baby. I can talk Harry Potter for, for years. Well, we I can only talk have like an hour for years. Oh, shut up, man. Yeah. So I think, right, that's all we got on the docket. So without further review. Keith. We. Further ado. Without further. Oh, it was a pun. Oh, geez, Louise. I didn't get it at first. Let's get right into the movie. To the movie. Sorry to bother you. Sorry. Starring. Starring. Omari Hardwick. No. Terry Crews. No. David well, Cross. Yeah. Patton uh, Oswalt. Donald Glover. He was. Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Armin Hammer. Yes. Charles Gambino. I was surprised he wasn't. I could see him being in this. Yeah. He would. He would. Racist. <laughs> I uh, would. Were you just trying to recruit all black people into this but, movie? Like, Maybe. I try to recruit every British actor into every <laughs> Harry Potter, Potter movie. Yeah. They should really be isn't, in that movie. <laughs> isn't that what happened, though? Wasn't every English actor in no, Harry Potter? No, they don't Potter? use enough great ones. Me and him were talking about it yeah. like, before, and I was like, David Tennant was in it. Like, Bilbo Baggins could yeah. be in it. Yeah, I was saying, he would, Martin Freeman would Martin be Freeman, great yeah. in it. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't in it, actually. Um, Idris yeah. Elba? Come on. Idris Elba would be dope in the he Harry Potter He wouldn't have a big role, though. Why not? Because I don't know, he's too. He's too. <laughs> I was gonna use the wrong word. <laughs> I was gonna say dark. <laughs> I meant like he's like a heavy kind of actor, and I don't know. I just feel like he would be like one of the oh, characters. Oh, I'm c- sorry. Was Voldemort slaughtering people? Not heavy. Well, he wouldn't be a villain. Who would he be? He could be a villain. Why not? Who? Uh, well, I mean, they'd have to go in their own lore. Yeah, like they'd have to make up a new character for him. He could be Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, right. He'd exactly. be like an evil. Yeah, politician right but that that's what i mean he wouldn't have a giant role he but right, whatever we're getting off track a little bit let's get into this movie because there's a lot to talk about let's get into it um do we even i guess we could do a, wait what when the hell was rosario dawson in the she movie she was the ai elevator 
Oh. Which might not have been an AI. I don't know. I'm just shooting Sorry. AIs. I'm really into... Um, do we want to go through the movie at all? Or... Really quick. We'll just... It's about a guy that becomes a telemarketer with goals to be better, and he gets better and realizes He's... that this is a can of worms. Yeah. That was the... Sorry to bother you. That's a... That is a very brief, <laughs> really brief description <laughs> of it. Sure. You can shut the podcast off now if you don't yep, want spoilers. That's... <laughs> Because that's um, what the movie's about without any spoilers. So, um, Cash is green. Um, get it? Yes. Get it, guys? Yeah. Well, he Capitalism. even referenced it. He, yeah. Is Cash green? Yeah. Um, so, Cash is green, has dreams of being, I don't know. A big shot. He, he, not even. Being better. Being better for being himself. Being interesting. Um, making somebody you else seem himself. like a normal depressed person who yeah, just doesn't know where they fit in the world. So he finds a job, becomes a telemarketer, um, and sucks at it yep. because he's black and everybody hangs up on him. So um, Danny Glover tells him he needs to start using his white voice, not like a Will Smith white though, like just the real thing. Yeah, and then he becomes like really good. The world. That was the actual joke in the. In the movie, I don't want yes. people to think Glenn's funny because he just stole that joke. It's not <laughs> really just, a he joke. He was just retelling the joke. Yeah, but <laughs> you just watch the trailer. I think they say it there too. Um, Poor Will Smith. He doesn't deserve this. <laughs> um, you're only saying that because you're white. So um, and he finally finds his white voice, <laughs> and then he does good while drunk or something. His white white voice is voiced by the David man Cross. from you probably know him from goliath season two probably david cross not i don't i don't know about that you probably <laughs> Arrested know development the <laughs> anal rapist <laughs> uh tobias funke but um, yeah he he voices uh his white voice yes no he people is, probably know him really from Alvin and the chipmunks let's be honest that's where everyone knows him from is that is he in yeah, i guess so he was alvin no, not really. I think that okay. was like Let's Jesse McCartney. Um, so yeah, he does really well, and he gets promoted. Well, his friends are going to throw a pro- or not throw a protest. <laughs> a throw party. A <laughs> his friends are planning a there. protest for better wages in the telemarketing firm Regal View where they work. I kept thinking of the theater. Yeah, I yeah, was like, same. I'm viewing this in, in Regal. Regal. And it was blowing Ooh, my mind. Man. <laughs> um, so um, they plan a protest, and they have the protest on the day that he gets promoted. So he has like a choice to make, and he has to become successful. Well, it's actually after protester. the protest, technically. He, does, he yeah. goes through with the protest with them, and then and so he thinks they're going to fire him. And he's like all about it. He's like, "Yeah, fire me, fuck you," because I'm you. all for the people. And then they're like, "No, we're gonna give you more money." And he's like, "Oh, now what do I do?" <laughs> and he's dating some girl who's all into like the rebel like scene, and so he's it's it's it becomes like a big conflict between her and him. Yeah, should so, he like stay with the but, become part of the big wigs and or not? Basically. At Regal View, he was selling encyclopedias on the phone. Yeah. And then he gets promoted to sell guns and slave labor. And with power collars. Power collars, yeah. Yeah, power collar. Hell yeah. Big B. Big B. They're, um, they're the stallions of that place. I really like the password scene <laughs> when they're in the elevator and it's like a 
15 number password. <laughs> Almost done. Oh, she reminded 15? me. 50. 50. Oh, okay. She reminded me a little bit of um, Janet from The Good Place. I could see that. But, yeah, I could see that. But um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen The Good Place. Um, That's true. So he goes here, and he's only allowed to use his white voice as a power caller. Uh, key point, I guess. Um, and he starts doing really well here as well. And he goes to a party with a lot of white people. And when we say he's doing really well, I mean, he got people to pony up like $10 million all at one go. And he's working off yeah. commissions. He's making bank. Mad bank. So he goes to a party full of successful white people and a couple of black people. And Ro- I mean, party hosted by the CEO. Army, Army Hammer. Of. Arm go free. Hammer. No, Way he's free. the CEO of um, worry, Way, free. worry free, worry free, it's like a cult. worry free. That's basically a cult. Worry free. We're, well, they're not really a cult. They are just modern day slavery. Yeah, modern it's, day slavery. But it's, it's but it's slavery. marketed as a utopian, utopian society. Yeah, where you promise you get, a job and a house for life. Yep, everything's basically. fun. You're just horsing around doing work. <laughs> ah, <laughs> horse. See what you did. Um, Is that the first? Pun you guys got? I've been throwing horse puns out all. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. Um, when you no. re-listen to it, you're gonna kick yourself. I will <sighs> kick myself. <laughs> Unbelievable. Pony up the dough. <laughs> you said that. He said. I, I said he was a real stallion. Oh, oh lord. Because he's got a big old horse stick, but he doesn't. Okay, that's not punny. This that is on the nose. This is on the floor. Well, no, that's, that's a spoiler. Sometimes it's got to be so clear. My own co-hosts don't even realize I'm doing it. Um. <laughs> So, at this party, uh, well, after the party, he gets called. At the party. Oh, so at the party. (laughs) Shit goes down at the party. Yeah. They tell him to talk about his gangster background. Yeah. And rap. Yeah, they, 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 he's like a puppet, kind of. More like a toy, less than a puppet. Oh, all right. Yeah, sure, fine. Um, he's their entertainment for the white people. They have, like, it seems like they've never seen a black guy before. And all they like care about is N word shit. Yeah, yeah. That's all Watch they care about. We'll try and keep it as PG 13 <laughs> as possible. Uh, I asked if I could say it too. I, I don't think we're allowed to. <laughs> Not on air. Um, <laughs> but. Y'all ain't digging this up in 10 years and getting me. There ain't no way, no how. Yeah, when I'm big and famous <laughs> and a football player getting drafted, <laughs> you're not going to get dirt on me. So. Um, yeah, he goes. Does his uh, party trick Song and dance. And then all the white people start having sex. Yeah. While he's alone. It's a party. But only the white people. There were no black people yeah, he having was sex. The only, because he was the only black guy there, except for the mm, other guy. Not common. But one could argue that he never existed anyway. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Deep. <laughs> um, so he gets called in to meet with Army Hammer. And Army Hammer's like, I've got a deal for you. Millions of bucks. Hundreds of millions of bucks. Well, just a hundred million bucks. Um, and he's like, well, I gotta pee. So I'll be right back. Tries to go to the bathroom. But ends up walking into a locker filled <laughs> of with... Mutant horse people. Mutant horse people. And that's when the movie took a turn. <laughs> a little bit. If it wasn't already weird enough with the white voices... Yeah. Um, With giant appendages. Yes. In their nether regions. Yes. 
And also between their legs. Horse dick that MPEG. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That would have been so, funny if they used Craig Robinson. Oh, I forgot to mention that when he went in to meet with Army Hammer, he snorted a bunch of coke. Yeah. Important plot point. Allegedly. 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 Um, so he goes back to Fall Army Hammer's office. Out. And Army Hammer's like, bro, chill. That's what we were going to talk about right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not crazy. This is your promotion right here. You're going to be the Martin Luther King of horse, <laughs> horse people. people. Ain't that cool? And, and he's, you know, understandably freaking out. And not about it. Not about it at all. But and he's he telling him to, like, totally mellow out because he's harshing his vibe. Yeah. He's mellow. And while watching the video that he has presented to sell this horse <laughs> people utopia... <laughs> Oh, and the reason they're making this is to increase the production of their slave labor. Slave labor yeah, cause because horses can do more work than humans. Yeah. And the way that people turn into horses is by, by snorting, snorting some magic coke. powder. And so Cassius is freaking out. Because he's like, I just snorted that powder. He thinks. He's no. not sure. He doesn't turn into a horse. So um, he runs away, leaves... Talks to his girlfriend about it, ex-girlfriend at this point. I was really surprised that he just let him go. Yeah, right? Most movies are like, you got to either you do it or you die. He's black with information on white people. Yeah. And this is something that gets played into the movie. Yeah, well, his information was useful for them. Yeah. Um, So he gets out, um, finds out that he gets a, his girlfriend gets a video from his phone, which is in the locker room with the horse people, the Equisapiens, as they call it. Um, And it's the horse people being abused by Army Hammer. So he releases it to the public after getting the shit beat out of him (laughs) on TV. In the TV show, Get the Shit Beat Out of You. Yeah. Aptly named. Um, Yeah. And he tries, he's he's like trying to blow this story up, right? Yeah. And like, you know, it's a bad thing. They shut down the company and everything. And using them as slave horses, people. Um, but it backfires. Yeah. Somehow. And the media is just like, well, these upstanding white people have changed the way we look at science. And they have created a new species. And isn't it great? And um, they it's discredit Cassius. Great. Make him seem crazy a little bit. And then... In the end, they, they end up holding... A another uh, they're picketing outside of the telemarketing right. company, and they know that if they can get the last power caller to not be brought in, like they win, they win, and they do, and they stop him. He recruits the horse people because he had the code to let them out. Like he figured it out, he let them out, and they help them stop the, the power squad. caller from getting in, mm. and they kind of win their plight, sort of. Yeah, after the SWAT team comes and kills a bunch of the protesters. Yeah. Um, And then Cassius is still successful afterwards because he's kind of like the savior of the horse people. But then he turns into a horse person. At the very end. At the very, very end of the movie. And they go after Army Hammer. Army Hammer. And And that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. It's a very strange Doesn't it make sense, all of it? Every single part of it. It It's not surreal at all. So, yeah. I have so many questions. A lot of worms. A big old I can think of them. Instead of doing a good and bad, 
we should just break this movie down and try and dissect it and figure it out. Well, there was okay. still good and bad. Sure, I, that's fine. We can do that intermixed, but I have personally so many questions. Let's go. What are your questions? Let's see. Where do I start? Because um, I have a whole theory on a lot of parts of this movie that oh, have well, and have My been... overarching question is, what is the symbol, symbolism of this whole movie? Anti-capitalism. Anti-capitalism. <sighs> okay. And, yeah... I don't. It's. I have like smaller questions too. Maybe we'll start with those. Anti-capitalism, like, uh, uh, viral fame, and I think was a big thing. Viral fame is yeah. I had like which is an interesting point of it yeah. because it's not just fame; it's also right. infamy. Yeah. Well, like, and then I had in regards to like the TV because whenever watches the TV, it's always the same three things, yep. which is the news, the reality TV show, and then um, Get the, the beat out of you. No. Well, that was a reality TV, oh. and in an, in an infomercial for or uh, worry free propaganda, basically for worry free. So I have like, are they trying to say that the only thing on TV these days is bad news, reality TV, and fake news? Well, I don't think it was really reality TV. I mean, reality TV was part of it, but I think the bigger message was like you go on TV to, to watch get, people mm, suffer. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Or with that. Just, it's mindless, and dumb, and waste of time yeah um was the so the white voices what we heard did everyone else hear or yes yeah in that world yes okay i don't think it was done well it never felt like it was coming from their mouth to me i think that was done on purpose though yeah i, I because they even made a comment um the, the, the asian guy i don't remember his name steven young I, I can never remember his character's yeah. name though uh oh, squeeze squeeze, squeeze. He, i always want to say screech but it's not saved <laughs> or, by the I want to say squid. <laughs> oh, not rocket power. But he makes a comment when Cassius does it the first time that he sounded like he was somewhere else. Or like that he was not in front of them talking. Yeah. So I think... I, it, I don't think it was supposed to... It was supposed to sound like it was coming from them. But at the same time, it was supposed to be off enough that yeah. it also didn't seem like it See, was like, coming And then from I them. had a question because... His girlfriend, when she does her art show, has that British voice. Has a white voice of her own. Right. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, do we are they trying to say that we all put on voices? Like we all like well, we all put on masks, but we all put on voices to try and like get by in the world. Yeah, because that was how she was selling her art to rich people, and that's why she never wanted cash there. Right. So there was this really like a more straightforward white versus black movie, like white culture versus black culture. Or, I mean, yeah, white versus black a culture. A little bit. Yeah, but that was, or was it more of a general like. Populous all in the above. Danny Glover also comments on how it's not just the black people that sell more when they use the white voice. That the white people that use the white voice also sell more. So is it like white, high, like rich white America that they're kind of focusing against? It's focusing against the capitalist, like upper class white people, and to some extent. Even the people of color that are up there as well, like the the power caller, like the Will one Smith. power yes. caller. The, the power caller is the one percent of America. Oh, right, because he's by himself, basically. Yeah, and uh, so he also the had other a p- thing, p- eye patch. I wonder if that means anything. Well, it was the same eye that the activists, the left eye, have yeah. there. Did he have his left eye blind? Was he like shut his eye to that problem? The problem, probably. Is that what they're trying to say? I think so. That because like. Another thing, they bleeped out his name. I took that, and so like that was like 
being anonymous. Like he doesn't want to be. Well, I don't think that I was that a... as he sold out his identity, and he was just stick to the script, just what he needed to be. Well, he wasn't a person anymore. Because even when they stuck to the script, they still had a name. They still had an identity. Like Cassius Green was still Cassius Green when he was using the script. Well, I mean, it's been like for a long time. Like that's even who Cassius would have been eventually. To me, I think I took it more as his name wasn't important because he was the only... He was one of the now three black power callers. And it's kind of supposed to be a message against America in a way where you can kind of discredit black people and give the credit to the white people that they work with or work for. Mm. Or even just people of color in general. Like minorities in general. Um, but I, I, this movie was definitely specifically geared more towards the black audience, I would say. Yeah. Um, because of that. And I think that's why his name was bleeped. Because um, every time they say his character's name, it's just Mr. Beep. Right. Um, just for the audience. Yeah, um, that's how I thought maybe he was like, like in our society, the 1% of like successful... successful Suspect. I can't say the word. Successful. Yeah, successful. Black um, people like stay. They are saying that they stay qu- too quiet, or like they don't get involved. And if it, they want, I, if I it's think any it's, clue as to what he represents, the director uh, basically specifically said, when you spell his name, it's seven, seven. underscores, whatever yeah. that means. But, oh, yeah, he didn't expand on it. I saw no. that. I saw that interview. Well, that AMA. And he doesn't really expand on the character. They ask him, what does he represent? Like, why is his name beat? Yeah. And he doesn't say anything about it. Mm. He, he just, just says, there's seven underscores in his name. You have to be specific about it. But, I mean, what does that mean? I don't know. It means something, it, that's for sure. Is it him just being cheeky? Maybe. Probably not. I mean, in the credits, his name is Mr. Beep or Mr. Blank. Yeah. So, it's not like it's that way in the credits. Yeah. Um, it is in his IMDb credit, though. The underscores? Mm. Oh, interesting. I also had another theory that I don't know if it makes sense, but I thought maybe they were touching or like trying to tell a part of like the gang, uh, gang affiliation and gang like communities where Cassius is like torn. He has two choices of being successful or staying. With, like, his group, he's comfortable, like, you know... Detroit. Detroit and, like, the football team who are just, like, nameless people that, like, never leave. And then they get stuck in that. And he has an opportunity to go up and they're telling him, no, don't. So the football, I don't think they were trying to keep him down. Because when he is being told about the promotion, I think... Oh, I just... My mind is kind of blown. I was like... Well, maybe I'll say it before I forget. But, like, maybe... That was his, like, home, and they were there to support him the whole time because they do at the end. Like, they help him out, and it's just, like, his community, and, like, they're talking about, like, black people that maybe, you know, become successful that come from struggling communities and then forget about that community, but they're showing, like, don't. So, yeah, that's... That's kind of the whole point of the movie as well. Okay. That's that's the whole point of Detroit's character. Right. He... She represents the city. She represents... The actual city of Detroit. Not just the city of Detroit, but also African roots in general, which is very on the nose with with her her art art. exhibit. But 
the other part of it is that because she is the cities, she was also representing like the seven deadly sins throughout the movie through her earrings. Oh. So like she had the murder, 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 kill, yeah. kill, kill earrings, which were wrath. She had the penis earrings, which were lust. She had the earrings of the guy sitting in a chair, which would have been sloth. Um, he was in an electric chair. Was it an electric chair? Yeah, because his face was, was covered. His face was covered, and he had straps. Uh, because it went directly into somebody sitting on a couch and watching TV immediately oh, after that. Yeah, um, I didn't pick up on that. I was I knew there was something with the earrings, but like that's what I mean. Well, the other thing is there were two other earrings. So one of the earrings that she wore were, was, uh, it said, bury the rag deep in your face, which is the lyric to a song by Bob Dylan about the, uh, so it's about the movie, uh, the song by Bob Dylan called the lonesome death of Hattie Carroll, which is a song about this, um, well, it's. Not even, it's not just a song. It's the story of this real-life woman who was basically struck and killed by this man named William Zanzinger, who was this rich white elitist who basically murdered her just for no good reason. Like, he was just rich and white and angry, and he was striking people with his cane. And she hmm. just happened to die. And she was 50, and she had, like, nine kids. And he got six months in jail for it because... He, he was, was rich white. and white. Um, so those were that was another one of the earrings that she wore. Um, That's a thinker. So, give him the headphones back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with. I was thinking that kind of relates to, in its own way, gluttony, because he is. He's kind of. Mm. So gluttony. I thought that she had another pair of earrings that may have represented gluttony, though. She also had earrings that said, "Tell Homeland Security we are the bomb." Those were the only other ones that I oh. remember seeing, um, which would have been pride. But those are also lyrics to. I mean, it, I think it's like just a thing that people well, say. Well, it's safe to say that she but, probably represents the seven deadly sins and temptation towards pursuing those things pursuing that type of lifestyle like with the detroit thing and like you Just were saying interesting because she represents like his better sides his better aspects right she represents his grounded sides right so whether that's better or not is up to like kind of personal judgment because you can also say that his better side was being successful, yeah. But then surrounding himself with all of this white stuff, um, like the white people, and even once he gets his apartment, literally everything is white. Oh yeah, I thought it just looked nice and classy, but the but so color was a big thing that um, Boots Riley was playing with a lot in this movie, and he like studied it a lot before he made it and like the olive um, door and the uh <laughs> what was the other jade. color jade door yeah the bathroom or the horse dick locker <laughs> um it's clearly olive so that was another thing that i thought was interesting there was there was a scene where they were in his bed and oh baby oh yeah 
Tell me more. Cassius is kind of wrapped in the white. He's like in in the white covers. He's under well. They're the also sheet. fighting for white but, comforts at one point. No, she yeah. was, I think, fighting to get him out of it. Yeah, she no, was she trying was to take it. She was trying to take it off of him. But he she, was. She was trying to take the covers off. She wasn't under them. And that was representative of the culture trying to pull him out of that white culture that he got sucked into. Right. Um, again, because that was a really weirdly tense scene. Like, it was unnecessarily tense. It was so tense. tense, I thought someone was flying out the window. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, but and then it kind of just quickly stopped. It was only tense for the implications of what she stood for and what his room stood for. Um, right. Which, yeah, was all about being white. And then you'll see later on, he's kind of surrounded by the whiteness after they break up. And he's just alone, kind of huddled in the middle of it all. Now he's on top of it, trying to kind of reclaim his culture almost because he realized what he lost by not having it there. Um, yeah, so it's like culture color study. Yeah, on that. Um, I had, what was up with his head wound? Did anyone else notice it just got worse yeah, as the movie progressed? That yeah, I was trying to figure that out, and then he finally took it off. At the end. He was on TV? I don't remember. Yeah, but I I know it was progressively getting worse. Yes. Which is not how wounds work. Well, yeah, I don't know. That probably does represent something. It represents for sure something. I think it was referencing... So, more towards the beginning of the movie, when he begins to work in the, the, the power collar area, there's a big protest happening outside, and somebody throws... A coke can and it hits him in the head and Cola. Then he, and yeah, not not cocaine like later in the movie. Um, <laughs> a can of coke and it just gives him this big gash and then he becomes like this viral sensation because people Which are like, like so lol. Silly. Go on, no, I was just thinking oh. it's silly. Yeah. Oh. Um. And yeah, so he gets this gash on his head and he just has his head bound up. The entire time for like most of the movie while he's in the power collar area. And <clears throat> well, when I noticed it got worse was when uh, Mr. Blank touched his head. He like wipes his head. And he looked at his blood. He took blood. a sample of his, his blood. Oh, yeah. He like looked at it, smelled it, yeah. and then put it in his pocket. I was like, oh, they're going to clone him. <laughs> yeah, I it mean... was weird. But like that's when I started noticing it started dripping after that. I think it had to do progressively got worse from then on. I think it was like a wound of him going into this white culture so much, kind of like, and then it was kind of festering and growing because when it goes away is when he's telling the public about these horse people and he's kind of denouncing worry free and the power collar club. That's when he's when he takes the bandage off and starts to reclaim that wound. And it starts to kind of go away a so little bit. So the wound represents... And it was around the time he embraced the viral fame. Yeah. It was It was a little bit before that. But, I mean, that happened as a catalyst of all of that. Yeah. Or um, he's just a hemophiliac. But... Yeah. That too. Maybe the real twist is... 
All he of had a uh, what's the disease where you bleed a lot? It's like a hemophilia. Yeah, hemophilia. No, that's just that. It's like a warning sign of like some really bad sickness. Oh, I think you know you're talking about. Fuck. What is it? Oh, whatever. Move on. Yeah, thin blood. Hemorrhages. Mm-hmm. No. What if this movie there is no symbolism and everything's just as straightforward as yeah. <laughs> It's just straight. It's just forward. a weird fucking movie. Well, all right. So then, this is a pretty easy one, I think. But the picture of his father. I think kind of represent his conscious. Oh yeah, just changing that, constantly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, or, or like his father's pride in him. But I think it was because his father's already passed. Because that's obviously it's like him looking up to his father, but his father isn't there. I think it's more of Cassius being like, "What would my father think?" And he knows, but he's ignoring it. Yeah. But that was yeah. pretty obvious. It just kind of changed as he went. Yeah. Yeah. That was very. Although, how did he keep sticking it onto things without like a pin? One time he put it on glass with no nothing. I don't. I don't you notice that? It's because what you said. It's the symbolism. It's not yeah, a it's thing. not literally changing. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> right, the I, I know. I'm just kind of saying, like within the world, it is. You but, just kind of like would stick the paper on stuff in yeah. in a state. Why not? I don't know. Your picture okay, so there. This symbolism. movie has people turning into horses, and yes. your biggest concern yes. is how they he's justify the horses. Paper. They explained that. The paper? That was magic paper. They have a gum on it? Like, that's weird. Why would you do that? Okay, so that's the next thing. Let's talk about horses. What do the horses represent? Like, workforce labor? Like, I don't that, that, quite... They don't give a shit about workers. And they... Anything to turn a profit. Them like to... horses? Yeah. That one confused me a bit. They are a workhorse. Oh, well, if you put it that way, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> um... Literally yeah. tales all this time. But they were so graphic, horse. and I was just like, "Oh, they're ba- like they're like aliens in this world." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the worker thing, just trying to produce the best workers that you can, and that's all that the upper management cares about. People that can output the most, regardless of what they look like or so who they, they can are, make tons of money and just party all night. Because if you notice, even after they turn into horses, they're all just one color now. They're all just horses. He was black. He looked kind of whiter. He was dark. Same thing with Forrest Whitaker. I I don't remember what he looked like. I don't remember which one he was. Same, yeah. Yeah, they all looked the same. You guys are just racist. True. I don't like horses. Um, But that was another thing. Because he's like... Oh, why did you pick me? Like, I'm a black guy. Why do you need me to be the Martin Luther King of these horses? And he's like, "What? you being black has nothing to do with it. Yeah, and you're just good at what you do. Part, part of me was wondering, okay, yeah, like, it probably does. But at the same time, I was like, is it just the fact that he did have initiative and he was doing really well that they think he would be able to be good at this? Because, you know, after they turn into horses... Race isn't going to be the first thing they're concerned about. Hmm. The thing they're going to be concerned about is being a horse person. Yeah. I also felt like... Uh... Which, so, goes back into that whole thing about the upper management only caring about good workers, is that they don't care if you're white or black or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just want you to do what they need you to do. You're just dollar signs to them. Yep. But I also felt like... Uh, what's his name? name? Uh, Lee or... Arm and Hammer. Army Hammer. Arm and Hammer. I thought, like, I felt like he thought, or felt that Cassius was like his 
prize possession. Yes. Like his his token black guy, basically. He was like, oh, I'm so much cooler now because this guy is good and he's black. And I get to show him off. And that's why in the party he was having him like do party tricks. And word shit. Yeah, and word <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that was part of it. That I mean, the white elitists only see black people in a certain way. And they only care about them if they come from, you know, oh, are you from the ghetto? Are you coming from, like, a gangster uprising? And and now you're, like, turning your life around? Tell us all about your gangster life. And well, make when us he was look doing his you. rap, everyone was really getting into it. But Army Hammer didn't look like he was getting into it. Until the end. He because he saw everyone like else getting studying into it. it. I think, yeah, because Army Hammer wasn't there to um, enjoy him. I think he was trying to see if he was able to do what he needed him to do. Oh, get people yeah. to going. Yeah. To go along with him. Did yeah. you notice that um Mr. Blank only time he used his black voice was at the very like near the near the end. Well, not even when, quite but when he was telling Cassius how to mm-hmm. to go meet Arm and Hammer. With Army Hammer. And he was like oh, do, yeah, do, do the right thing. Don't pass up this opportunity like in a way that spoke to Cassius. Yeah. Because he was trying to appeal to him and make him see, like, this is an opportunity for you. This isn't even, like, the white me saying it. This is the black me saying it. This is the me from our roots telling you not to miss up on this opportunity. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty cool, them doing Interesting, that. Interesting, yeah. Um, what do you think the, the different managers represented in the office? Because the one guy... He, he always talked about, like, killing and bagging and tagging. Was that just because he was, like, a crazy guy? Or did that mean more? It meant more, but I couldn't figure it out. I didn't focus it on it too much. There was, like, there was, like, three distinct... The one woman was, like, really happy and, like, carefree. The one woman was fetishizing black people. Yes. That's what her whole point was. Okay. Then there was the other guy. Maybe he was, like, a wigger. He was like, he thought he was in, cool with the black guys. That's why he was always high-fiving them and stuff, maybe. I don't know. And the other guy was... He was just like... I don't really know. He was just kind of like the, I don't know, boss. I didn't think there was too much to him other than just showing like what middle management is at like a face value. Yeah. Like the straight man almost. Um. Yeah. Let's see. I had a few other points. I have some stuff in regards to the movie that I liked that don't really. The have interview to talk at about the, the beginning was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's only actual note. Funny interview. Yeah, it was pretty funny when you brought like that stuff. Uh, I thought the movie was like I, I kind of described it as snappy. It was like very in the beginning. It was very like pop, like a lot of high energy, like popping, and I thought it was it engaged me really. Nicely, you know when he's going through the whole process. I really liked when he would do the phone calls. How they would visualize that of him like <laughs> dropping in in oh, the room. Yeah, the old lady. Oh my god, died. Yeah. Oh my god, I died. But that when they would great. show him with them, that was cool. Yeah, that, that was a really cool, cool visual effect, like the Asian yeah. guy in the toilet. <laughs> um, right in yeah. Uh, I it felt almost like a Tim Burton movie in the beginning, and it was also that joke that telemarketers always call when you're fucking busy. Y- yeah, yep. in the middle fucking, of something. Yeah, yep, in the middle of someone. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it felt almost like T- Tim Burton esque in the beginning with some of the visuals, like the infomercials for um, what's it called? Worry free. Worry free. It was very nineties and. It reminded me of like an Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice movie. Um, also, a bit. This theory doesn't work out anymore, but like, it felt like he saw through all the BS of the world when everyone else didn't for a while. Um, but it doesn't really pan out after the fact because he would, you know, he would ask more introspective questions, especially to Detroit, and she was just kind of like, "Let's just worry about today and not think about tomorrow." Even though he's like, but why not? And he seemed more more thoughtful than the rest of the people in the movie in the beginning. Like his friend was just like going with the flow at the the uh, the company, and he wanted more from himself. Yeah, I there was one joke that was kind of funny, but it didn't like it was really dumb. It was in the very beginning when he's arguing with Terry Crews about the rent, and he's like talking about his family and he's like i'm your uncle yeah and then he like looks off like oh yeah it's like the fuck do you mean oh yeah like no because he's like he's trying to shame him into making him pay for rent yeah. he's like people in this world all they care about is you know supporting themselves and their family and other like and he's like i'm your uncle <laughs> i am your like, family does like the look off the screen like you would be like oh yeah and then looks back and like yeah you're right it's like did you forget he was your uncle like that was so fucking stupid yes um, um, I said the evolution scene was dope, but I don't know what that was referring to. It, evolution scene? Are you talking the about the Army no, Hammer movie? The movie? No. no, because it was right before I talked about the, the black vision. guy's name being beeped. So uh, I don't know what that was. Any thoughts? Scene. I don't believe in evolution. God put us on. Are you talking about when he, they were showing him going from like living in his? slummy apartment to his new apartment oh, getting yes. the car the new car and like that shit all he when, when like it was the montage of him coming glowing up it was it was when the like the the plant or something like it was broken half and it broke in half yeah and, see, then it grew and that's the tim burton stuff i'm talking about a lot dope. of like clay and physical things that actually happen like effects you know a lot of practical effects going on well surreal in a surreal effects. in a surreal way yeah um yeah that part was really cool i really liked that um also before that i remember there was a scene where he was arguing with his friend but it wasn't like an argument they were complimenting each other angrily. yeah that was funny i Um, I, I did enjoy that so and like they cut to steven yawn and he's like what the fuck are they talking about why are they doing this um so to me what that scene represented was like You've got two different types of black people. You've got the black people that are down at the bottom. And then you've got the group that kind of rise above and are successful. And they all wanted the same thing. They all wanted to be successful. They all have the same goals in mind. And, you know, at the end, when they realize that they're just kind of telling each other the same things, they're arguing the same point, they're just kind of like, okay, yeah, we're still cool. Like, this isn't a problem. Why are we arguing right now? And... I don't know. To me, that kind of represented like these two different groups of the same group coming to this realization together and just kind of trying to support each other regardless of what 
you think of the other group, whether the other group isn't doing enough or the, the upper management group is selling themselves out, basically. I don't know. I just, it just felt like one of those kinds of scenes to me. There was a big mix of like surrealism and not in this movie. Because that scene, I didn't think it really represented much. I thought me it was just neither. them, I like... It was just like a funny banter. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a little comedic relief. Thing. Yeah, like just a little breakup in the movie. You could be right, but to me that just seemed like... Because they're both really non-confrontational type of people. Like Cassius and was not they a fighter. Like, and he, yeah, he's yeah. a friend. So like they just did like a dumb... Because even Danny Glover was just like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just, when I was watching this... <laughs> It was... No, no, no. I'm not... <laughs> like, I just felt like oh, each God. character was supposed to represent a very specific group and not just... Or, like, a group or an idea and not just, like, be a character. Because this felt like something that Boots was very much... A, he's an activist in real life, so he's going to see and probably try to depict all this different stuff in these different types of ways. Mm. So... I don't know. I don't know either. I think of Boots and I think of the monkey from Dora the Explorer. I think of Puss in Boots. Really? Yeah. I think of Boots from Dora the Explorer. That's a good one. All right. Um, um, oh. Is there any just like straight up good that you liked? The whole movie. Okay. <laughs> more specific. The visual effects were good with the horse people. I thought all the visuals were good. I yeah, really I thought it was a really like all of them. pretty looking movie. I like the camera work a lot. A lot of, like, straight on his face. I thought the guy who played Cassius was pretty good. He was really good. Him. Yeah. yeah. Was I liked him in other things, too. like Atlanta. He was in Atlanta, too. He's in, which is another reason why Childish Gambino could have been it. Donald Glover. But that yeah, wouldn't have got um, too confusing with Danny Glover. The lip syncing was good with the white voice. I enjoyed it. I spot on. Hmm. Like I said, I just liked all, pretty much all the things that happened in this movie. I, I do have some negatives. In, in like one, I thought it was a little long. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Personally, I, I just thought, and I thought it bogged down a bit in the middle. Mm-hmm. For sure, Act Two was. Rough. Yeah, it was a little slow, um, and I thought it was a little too symbolic because at the end I left her not really knowing what I watched you know and it's taken what we've just talked about to really kind of understand it more and like the horse people I just it was too they were too real for me to the point where I thought maybe they were just horse people I, I didn't understand because then they left and they were like forming their own race and it was like all right I guess they exist in this world now. So speaking of that, really quick. <laughs> um, one thing I liked, not not like in this kind of way, but just in the way that the story was told, was that at the end, Cassius did do exactly what Army Hammer wanted him to do, which was basically liberate and... Yeah, which is ironic. Yeah. Um, have these horse people do what they wanted them to do. Go off, create their own race. Yeah. So maybe wars. Army Hammer wasn't a bad guy. He even said, I'm not a bad guy. No, but I mean, I don't think getting attacked in his house was part of his plan as well. Yeah. Um, which I think 
was also part of the message of the movie where like they the elitist groups try to create a very specific image with the minorities that they take in with the minorities um just in general you know and they try to craft certain black people into the certain mold in order to do certain things with them like you know that's what cash has said you want me to be martin luther king but that you control basically yeah and you know at the end like i said it it turns out exactly as they want it to but then they kind of lose control and it isn't something that they thought that they actually wanted as much as they thought they did so I thought that was pretty neat and I think Cassius switching sides at the end to picket with them and riot or or protest I should should say is like the representation of them saying all it takes is one strong successful you know black person to voice you know be the our voice and to switch sides kind of like you know for us to start taking back or to, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyone have any thoughts on that? No. Good. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Cause it kind of just like, that. because the ending was very much, it was kind of anticlimactic. I thought it was just, they just like, they did it. They did it. Oh, and he goes back to working at the same place and is also still, pretty successful at the same time but then he turns into but, a worse person yeah but he he combines his roots with the white right i guess yeah combine the cultures yeah which is what i think they were trying be. to say yeah which is the and best way back. to turn into a horse person <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and then he giving back which is him giving his car to his friend yeah um but the horse person yeah that's not i don't get the horse people as that much do you think the blood was tested to see if he was compatible to be a horse person (laughs) yeah i kind of actually thought that but i think that's that's too real yeah because they only they said it only works in 70 percent of the people yeah 70 percent of people so that's why he took his blood is that what we're saying to test no i don't think that he actually yeah like like he said it's a little too real but like i thought something that could have happened in any other movie. You know, in this movie, no, the blood represented the blood of African race that died coming on yeah. over to America and Apartheid. that's why we're bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. There's a lot to take in with this movie. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a it's a trip. Yeah. It's a big piece. Yeah. I would definitely want, like, recommend watching it. Oh wait, you guys didn't get through your bads. I, I did. Don't have no, it. I did. Oh. It basically is just too long. Pacing. Yeah. And a little too into itself, kind of like I said with um, Hereditary, but much better than Hereditary. Yeah, well, they want all these messages across, but then they make it really vague. Oh, yeah, it's not like how you her, move a message. Like her earrings with the lyrics, mm-hmm. I would have had no idea those were song lyrics. Yeah, and that really throws their whole. You you th- can't like, have it both ways. Just done, yeah, they could have tried to use symbolism instead of words for her earrings every time. Well, like I'm saying you penis. can't have it both ways. You can't. Make a movie with a message and be super symbolic, and like have people really go yeah, into depth and figure club. it out. Like we yeah. get it. If you don't get it, then that's your problem. Yeah, you want to make a movement, you got to make a movement. Like yeah. sometimes you got to be a little more on the nose. Because... Yeah, especially if that's the point of the movie is to is to spread and a I message. I thought it was pretty on the nose, personally. It definitely wasn't. I felt, I felt very, very like everything was just 
handed to me. Uh, I don't know. And I definitely I think, think... I think we are a little bit like more uh, people that, you know, study film. Because that's... We talk yeah, about it. Exactly. We're not the casual audience. We are... they're just going to go yeah. into it and be like, what did I just watch? Yeah. And they're just not going to like it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm actually... I'm well, a little surprised. You, I mean, and I'm not trying to sound like offensive in any way here, but do you think like the casual audience would understand all of these messages? Just people that just see a movie? No. I don't know. I heard people like rooting at certain parts where it was like everything you hear though is internet. No, I'd imagine. when I was there. Oh, I'm. Oh, you're talking. I was about to say like I read things. So the internet, was, people talk about. There was a that, decent. You know, amount of culture. accessible stuff I felt like, you know, because if you take yeah. it at face value without thinking too hard, it's about a guy who is struggling, comes up, then gets into trouble and corruption, realizes his error, and tries to fix it. So in that sense, if you think about it without going into too much detail, you're like, that's a movie about like living and learning. And he and he was better for it at the end. So it's like, I think, oh, I liked it. but, but I think it, the other thing is that the intended audience for this um you know like the black community they're probably going to see a lot of their their kind of own maybe um experiences or things that they might have encountered in certain ways during this movie and see certain things that you know are going to resonate more with them because of the way that they live their lives and because of the things that they have been exposed to themselves, yeah. that you know we as this, two and a half white a men, dumb. it could yeah. be. But I want to throw a source kind of to what I'm saying is if you just look at the tomato meter, critics, what ninety five percent the people people like critics. us that like really take things apart and really think about things, and then the audience is only sixty three. These are people that are coming uh, in and going, what the, yeah. did I, I mean, just Unfortunately, watch? that's how it is with a lot of these type of movies. And I think it takes – the ones that are able to do both are the ones that are like – that do just do really well. Because you have yeah. to make it accessible to the audience, to the, the entire audience, as well as like make the movie you want to make. There well, you go. And this may be a dumb – Similarly to Mother, 50%. Because yeah. not everyone's yeah. – I thought Mother also got sixty nine percent from the critics, so Mother it didn't do quite as well. Intense, though that was that was a lot. Movie, yeah. They killed a baby. Yeah, but so, I loved Mother. I was it was a good one. Definitely recommend go watch that. But this might be a dumb question. Was the director black? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's right. a he's a left activist, uh-huh. and yeah, supports but, a lot of the protesting. Does a lot of that with his um, band, the Coup, the Coup. Yeah. But like um, I said, I mean, I truly feel this was a movie that really wanted to give a message, but they just muddled it up way too much. Yeah, that was a critique that I saw a lot online. People were like, did I think it was well put together? Or did I think it was messy? Yeah. Did I think it was all over the place? Like The, the art project, her getting th- like cell phones thrown at her, I didn't get that at all. Oh, I forgot about that. There was a, it was messy. There was too many messages. I think they were trying to get all at at once. And then the weird love triangle between yeah, her that was really forced. That and just screech. stopped real quick. Yeah, that was weird. I I was trying to figure out if he was supposed to represent like Asian culture <laughs> as well. I don't know what he was supposed to represent because they said he literally goes places and starts, starts trouble yeah. and leaves. 
He's 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 starts unions or tries yeah, to start unions. Yeah, he starts unions for sign he... workers, which seems so fake. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I missed that, but <clears throat> he could just be the like kind of thought of that whole thing as well, just protesting in general. But I don't know. That could be named Squeeze. Cool name. Yeah, Squid. But he wasn't the was, main. Squeeze. There was also some like. Small things that de- I don't think mean anything at all, like Danny Glover at the bar and he asks for the good stuff and she like opens up the secret oh, yeah, what whiskey the thing. Was that? <laughs> like that doesn't I, I highly doubt that's any symbolism. That's just him. They just Getting throw some weird things in liquor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh. the claymation video that was cool, but that was dope. Super trippy. <laughs> and like that's like the that's the Tim Burton aspect I'm getting at. It's like what is going on? Um, so fun fact about this movie. It was written in 2012 by Boots, um, the same year that his band created an album called Sorry to Bother You. Uh, The screenplay was completed in 2014, and at one point, the black Mr. Blank, he is trying to sell Worry Free to Cassius. And remember, this was made in 2014. The exact words that he had in the script to tell Cassius were, Worry Free is making America great again. And he had to take it out because it was just too on the nose <laughs> for wow. this year. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that fun? It did feel like it was an older, like written movie to me, actually. Yeah, because it, it, I feel like in like it kind of was more of yesterday's society, not yesterday mm-hmm. being like far away, but like even five, ten years ago, where yeah, where everything was like pro white, and now I think really everything's starting to really like racism's really being destroyed and like really called this movie, out. Much I think would have done really well, like two years ago yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. this it felt like it was written a while ago yeah because it, it would have just fueled the riot fire mm-hmm. i'm yeah. surprised there wasn't any police things i guess except for maybe the, the SWAT team yeah. the swat team killing the protesters was oh, definitely yeah, yeah <laughs> a yeah, message on that they were killing them i thought they were just beating on them well, they did run them over. No, at no, one they point didn't. With the van, they no, the, the, the horses, horses stopped, stopped it. That's why. No, no, no. Yeah, but they were going to run yeah. over the people with the truck. Yeah, but they didn't get to. Yeah. So How do you know? Oh, off screen, maybe, maybe the, the kids horses ran to the left, and they saw a horse and were like, "Hit them." Maybe the horses I would do. <laughs> represent like the cavalry coming in to save people. <laughs> I think I don't think that's what they were going for, but that's a really funny thing to put together because they kind of came in and saved yeah. the day here, the, here comes the cavalry and yeah. then there was horses no i don't think that was <laughs> i don't think they were horse people <laughs> for that exact horses. reason but i think that was a it's like a really funny coincidence jesus christ i'm just thinking of the first scene with the first horse yeah and, like, oh <sighs> my god it reminded me of oh, um don't, it reminded me of don't breathe the fly no Starting just the whole chamber boom. No, yeah. just when they find the sex chamber. Oh, okay. This movie just went Help me. went down a hole, and I don't know I what messed to do. Up. Well, you said in the group chat that we have, like, you said something about a bathroom scene. So when they're in the bathroom, I'm like, what? Oh no, <laughs> this is where it's gonna turn. <laughs> well, as soon as you see someone like behind a thing going, "Help me," I'm like, oh, oh no. Okay. Well, that whole scene was shot like a horror movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it was really. I got a lot of Get Out One vibes stall. during that. That green and black like uh, black. lighting. Yeah. Mm. That color theory coming in again. Yeah, that was. That's funny. That scene was good. <sighs> I enjoyed that a lot. It was hilarious. Have we unpacked basically all of it? Yeah, I'm sure in we an have. Hour and four minutes. We, we covered have. interview funny, so I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure there's more, but 
I guess we can go and give our ratings. Ratings. Uh, I'll go first because I feel like I'll be, I'll be in the middle. All right. I gave it a 7.2 out of 10. I gave it a 4 out of 10. <laughs> I did not think you liked it very much. I no, gave I it a like 9. It a 9. 9 out of 10. You just like to like these movies. <laughs> oh, I loved it, though. He's our critic. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> He's our critic I'm, score. I'm the, uh, <laughs> the critic <laughs> score on <Yeah>. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a lot. There's a lot I liked. I mean, I can't lie. I like dumb movies. I like dumb action. I like dumb comedy. I just, I like. I like movies that make me think. Yeah, I like movies that make me think, but not so much that it's like I literally <laughs> have to spend way too much time trying to put yeah. everything together. And it's not even just that it made me think. I was bored out of my goddamn mind half the time. Oh, I, I was hooked the whole way I through. I wasn't, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty entertained. But I, yeah, I like a movie that makes me think. And then when I think about it and I understand it. It just enhances the movie more. This mm-hmm. one doesn't. That's why I love American Gods. I could always figure it out after a while. Well, we're not talking <laughs> about that, so. Well. Yeah, but yeah, 7.2. I don't know. I wish I went into it with, like, a fresh mind. I wasn't trying to find things. Because that's... <laughs> when I, the moment I started watching it, I oh, was like, too. oh, what's going to happen? What is The what first is 30 the minutes, I was all about it. I was just like... Because I knew it was going to be one of those movies. It wasn't going to be straightforward. You could tell from the beginning, but... Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend to go see it, whether you like it or not. Form your own opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, just... It's definitely one of those. Yeah. And it is time now for Trailer Breakdown. The yeah. first one is... Shazam! The new movie by DC. And Shaquille O'Neal. So we'll watch it. Yeah. This is the one with Shaquille O'Neal. I'm just so gonna we're play gonna it. we're gonna watch it, and you'll listen to it. I'll just and, play it now, and then we'll just, okay. Let's go. You've run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance, because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Pause. So, oh, just pausing. Pausing. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's a bomb. <laughs> Jerry's the dad, um, the foster dad. He's Jerry in The Walking Dead, and he's a cool dude. He's a big, fluffy teddy bear. Who? The the foster dad who's in like two scenes, and one of the scenes he's in in this trailer is like. Just in the back behind a window, but he's a pretty bomb dude, you know. I didn't want that's this why to... you wanted to stop it. I like yeah, that kid. You know. I like the kid from it. Wait, is that him? Yeah. Is that Billy? Is that? Oh wait, no. Is it's that the inhaler? Oh, kid. is that the? Oh, that's the him. overbearing mom. Oh, not Billy Batson, the other kid. Gotcha. I didn't realize that. Good for him. Yeah, for doing things. This in this part, I feel like is a direct joke, like where they're poking fun of themselves at DC. Being way too dark and brooding. Oh, <laughs> we didn't get there yet. Well, now listen for it. That. Unpause. Dude, just messing around. You look at me and you're like, "Why so dark? You're disabled foster." Okay, pause. At all. <laughs> that that part. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's a hundred percent what I was talking about. <laughs> okay, unpause. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? 
so they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey! Man, God sorry damn. about that. Go, go, go! He was yeah, they're the dirt of the world. <laughs> Daily bats. I choose you as champion. Is that a Pokemon reference? So is this like Fairly Odd Parents, <laughs> nope. where it just okay. picks the the kid that's the most sad? Yes. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I sure. don't really get why they chose him. He just doesn't. How do you decide to choose? Because even though he's small and weak, he has the will to fight. Oh, wait, there's something else. Wait, what is that? Captain America. Oh. Who? Is this just a ripoff of Captain America? Damn it, DC. Get your own material. Hello? Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Pause there. For, for people that don't know what Shazam is, <laughs> it's a ma- it stands a genie for oh. Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury, all combining their greatest strengths into one and passing it down into people. Cool. You could have said that at the end. No, right now. Right now. Right now. Real. Okay, Shazam. Ah, ah. It's Billy. What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this crazy. Right? Reminds me of big. What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude. I don't even know how to pee in Coming. this thing. AM to the BM, BM to the AM. Got the floss dance in there. That won't age. Back up. You okay? Why are you talking? You know, I don't think that's gonna buff out. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. The hell? You're like a bad guy, right? Gentlemen! So does he turn into Shazam sometimes? Yeah, it looks like he I think it's both. when he gets control. He gets more control of turning into it. I think you have to say once you say Shazam, you turn. Kind of like the Hulk, but so not. like, do people see Shazam as well? Yeah. So they also see him, but okay, they he see him a, as the full blown superhero. He can be a kid and. The I'm superhero. curious as to who the guy is that stopped his punch. That's kind the of bad guy. a big deal. Stanley Tucci. It's not Stanley Tucci, is it? Joe Pesci, but that's probably who our one of our main villains is going to be because we've seen he has super strength, and that man just stopped his punch. Yeah, and so. I don't think they're going to drop Black Adam in the first movie, which Aren't is they? I don't know who that is. I think but. it's going to be a, the ending cameo. It's his Shazam's main super villain. They already casted The Rock for it. He's going to be Black Adam. They can't just do that. Which is another reason why I wanted Shazam to be John Cena because John Cena versus oh, The Rock that would have been, been awesome. <laughs> Um, See, oh man! <laughs> it was literally down between John Cena and Zachary Levi, but I guess Levi won. Those are two very different people. And you just gotta play a dumb, like kid in a big man. That's John Cena. Oh, wait. Yeah. So do people not see the kid 
No, people don't see the kid. He can see They see he him when he's a kid. They see what we see. He can be. He's like he can be him, but also he's next to him. What? Like no, a that puppet? was that no, was the other little that was kid. the other kid. Oh, oh, his friend Jerry. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're young boys. They look similar. They they look exactly the same. <laughs> just the same walks around. All white kid. people just look the same. Yeah, Jesus, you're just wow. so appropriated now. Jesus. <laughs> you have bullet immunity. I'm bulletproof. You're dead. Sorry about your window, but you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. <laughs> Skugzam. It's sad that I think Shazam is going to be the breakout DC movie. Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> it looks good. It looks really good. It does look but good. who would have ever predicted that? that? That's what you're looking at That's before. That's the Garbage Pail Kids movie. <laughs> we already talked about this. Next trailer. On to the next. Um, on to the next. Type yeah, it looks in. good. I'm excited for that. I don't know anything about Shazam, but it looks good. I don't know much. It actually looks good. I know a good. decent amount. I know he has a red cape. Mm-hmm. And he's Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. <laughs> and that he's also a child. But also... The child is next to him the whole time. So this is the Aquaman trailer. Is this this one? <laughs> oh, yeah. JK. Fantastic Beasts 2. Turn on closed captioning, boy. I'm scared, Professor Dumbledore. Everyone. Are you scared of something? Ridiculous. That's Bully the King. Yes. You're on next. You know that? to be different a little bit. That's an unusual one. Well, it's English. What Mr. Scamander fears above everything else is having to work in an office, sir. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh. It's a desk with a feather boa. Ooh, baby. Magic blooms. Owns that. The girl from the first one. Dragon. Dragon. Hey, got it. Um, so this takes place directly after the first, first one, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they go back and forth so much in this trailer that it, it kind of confuses me. Yeah. Flashback scenes. Yeah. The main the main point of it is after the first. I really hope we get the duel that kills Dumbledore's sister flashback scene. You really want to see her die, don't you? I need to see it. You need that closure? I need the closure. What was her name? Dumbledora. <laughs> Abatha. Agatha. Like Pokemon. A beta purple haze. She's a beer. That's her. I always thought she was clinically retarded by the way they described <laughs> yeah, her in the book. Do. But it was just she was she couldn't control her powers. But because her powers a, um, were too strong, the Akia something. Yeah, she was a thing. What was it? Obliv I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an whatever the whatever the whatever Ezra was in the first one. Is right. what she was. But they always the made flash. it seem like she had like something weird with her. And I always thought she was like retarded. Oh, so they locked her special. in a dungeon. So and it was like, yeah, a retarded person who has magic could be really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Yo poo. No, yo poo. Okay. Oh no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 
What? (laughs) (laughs) So, if, like, a magician can't control their powers, would that... I don't in think their they're own magicians. Way, make, make they're wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh no, bunnies are coming out of my if head. These so they can't illusionists can't control their powers. Um, would that technically make it a sort of mental retardation in the magic world? <laughs> I, yeah, kind of. But it's not mental. It's like physical. Maybe they're physically. I have no idea. Maybe they have like um, Parkinson's. I, don't, I think J.K. Rowling seems like she's way too scared of a person to go into that. <laughs> that, uh, that she, like, she seems really opinionated. Yeah, but uh, to like the things that... Tread that line. That the left would want you to be opinionated. She's like, this person's gay. Oh, yeah. this, these people are Jewish. And oh, they were doing this. Everyone's the same. But what about retards? Next! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, she, she seems like she's the kind of person that would not say anything that's even deemed slightly inappropriate. Hmm. Oh, Joanne. Joanne? That's her name. I like how she's always been given credit for it's like... You don't know her like that. Hermione's black. Like, she gave... <laughs> she sacrificed everything for this book, and it panned out, and now she's a millionaire. What people don't take away from that is she gambled everything. What would have happened to her kids if it did not pan out? <laughs> They would have been sold. Yeah, this they would have all Harry died Potter. from hunger. <laughs> this book is this book is in, is as in Harry Potter. Yeah, the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. But she knew. I mean, come on, it was pretty good. I don't think you just know that. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you think your shit's good if no one else does. But a yes. lot of people do that. Yeah, but a lot of people don't have kids to watch out for. She yeah, no, kids. people that have kids definitely do that kind of. Do you styles. know how many books are on Amazon right now? That people probably put their life on the line for. <laughs> but they weren't this. They weren't J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And it wasn't Harry Potter. So. Continue the trailer, please. We want more of epic Johnny Depp monologue. Play. But the old ways serve us no Looks so longer. cool. Fun fact, Grindelwald is far more powerful than Voldemort. The only person Voldemort fears. Take it. You've heard the rumors. That's why he he's is the worst actor. Well, no, he actor. never had. So he didn't. He had the wand, but you have to kill the previous owner. So what are those? Has anyone? Yeah, yeah. just what's, another. Just what's another with animal. those weird anime cats? That's. It's probably the just the Siamese cats from Lady and the Tramp. They they like or, showing off new cats. like cool animals because that's but what like, Newt's about. Why why did they make their eyes so extra? It's Harry Potter. They have a where are they like, have a wild where the wild things go animal. It's literally just a cat, a big cat with that, but with ridiculously large blue eyes. Maybe they're golems. Am I racist right now? Yeah. Oh shit! It's hentai. <laughs> oh okay, I'll take it. <laughs> now it's fine. So you're asking me to help hunt him down? Jude Law's gonna kill us all. I can't move against Grindelwald. He desires Grindelwald. It has to be you. Scandalous. <laughs> In your shoes, I'd probably refuse to. It's late. Good evening, Newt. He's so was, whimsical. <laughs> was there a relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald? Was it? Yeah, he desires him. He was in love with Grindelwald. Okay, that's what I thought. But Grindelwald, Grindelwald ain't in love with him. Love with him. <laughs> he don't like, play for that team. Stop. Go, man. 
Point and that down. girl that they showed, I'm pretty sure is Lestrange. I don't know which one she looking? is. Yeah, she was ethnic looking. She pops up again. She'll looking deliver back. the line, you've never met a monster you can't love. Oh. Great line. Go, go, read. That sounds like something she could say. <laughs> She'll yeah. kill you. Because that's, that's, that's literally him. Come on. That's who he is and why I think he was This is when the trailer really starts to pick up. Is a key to our victory. That guy's also in The Walking Dead. Now. Now. I love his character in this. Well, I'm assuming I like it. I loved him in the first one. You never met a monster you couldn't love. I'm pretty sure she's a little strange. I think they referenced her in the first one. And that's Ezra from the first one. He's that whatever magical thing. I keep thinking that guy that was there 20 seconds ago, because now he... Ezra. No, the guy. Can you Ezra. rewind it? In the red? He the Flash. Yeah, that's Ezra. He was in the Who first Ezra? one. Who's Ezra? Ezra That's Miller? his real name. I don't know that. I, don't, I, don't know. I, could, I thought he looked like Filthy Frank. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the Flash. He was the Flash. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. He was in the I first guess. Fantastic Beasts. We also was need he? to talk about Kevin. He was the killer. Yeah. I don't remember. I'd have to watch the movie again. He like couldn't control his powers. It turned into like that thing. That was a girl. No, that was no. Him. They thought it was the girl, but it was him that the was whole him. time. They thought it was his oh. little sister. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dumbledore will mourn for you? Also, a very cool line, right there. Just because of the delivery, I think. Oh boy. And this has me hyped. For the Hopefully. Philosopher's Stone. Nicholas Flamel. Nicholas Flamel. But I'm an alchemist and therefore. He's so weird looking. <laughs> oh, Nicholas Flamel. Jacob Kowalski. Oh. oh. You don't look a day over 375. Oh, that looks really good. Mm hmm. I'm a lot more hyped for that than the first one. I forget. Did they say this is a trilogy or are they aiming for six? It was one or the other. Dear God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. We don't need more. Three or six. Don't need, what, you don't want to see it? Eh. What do you mean, eh? Eh. Oh, I'm not that God interested in these movies. <laughs> They're God so damn. boring Go now. watch another thinker. They're all the same. <laughs> all of not these, the same. It's basically going to be the same. It's, it's like in the Star 1920s. Wars. Is Star yeah, Wars all the same? Yes. <laughs> okay. <Absolutely>. Well... <laughs> No, it's no, it's taken a very big fall. Like, yeah, so. it's gone really bad. All right. Well, I mean, so did the ori- the sequel, tri- the prequel trilogy. I like the first. I like Phantom Menace. Me too. Hello. But those also fell. Well, the second one way. was not good. The third one was okay. But yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. When does that come out? I don't Usually know. November, started, like eleven. Six, I think it said. Harry Potter's always came out in November, except for the ones that came out in May. Yeah, because that was like the two parters. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. I remember that because two I remember parters. Yeah, for Deathly Hallows. I'm talking like number one. No, I can't. November, I think it I was watched, always no, around I Harry's went, birthday. It was around my sister's birthday. Eleven sixteen. Harry Potter's birthday. Harry Potter's a fake person. <gasps> what is that? Shut your mouth. Powerpuff Girls. Let's watch that next. Nope. Uh, okay, so a lot 
a lot, lot has happened. Digest. A lot has happened. We've gone. I like those trailers better than the movie. I I do. Yes, me too. <laughs> also me. Well, I don't know what's the next movie. Who knows? We've been going for a long time. We have not been gone for a long time. No, I mean, isn't Christopher Robin dropping soon? Yeah, maybe that's oh, that's I think a couple weeks away. Oh. Podcast. The skyscraper. I don't know. It's bombing, people. Uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I'm out. Lord. (laughs) We need some suggestions. Whatever gets... We'll put up a poll. The first purge. That's what we'll do. We'll put a poll up on Facebook and Twitter. And whatever gets voted the most, that's what we're going to have to see. I'll send this to all my friends and we'll be seeing Mamma Mia here. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, if the vote wins, then we guess we got to see it. What uh, about Teen Titans Go to oh, the movies? Hell yeah. I'm all about that. Mission Impossible is coming out real soon, too. Now, let's go see Lil Yachty as Green Lantern. Oh, boy. I'm about it. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Mission Impossible. but I heard The Equalizer 2 is pretty good, but I didn't even know there was a first one. Yeah, same. All right. Well, all right. so yeah, follow us on SoundCloud as always and iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> Jordan, would you cut it out? <laughs> but you know what? If you stuck around this long, good for you. You know, you get to you enjoy get a gold the, star. The, the voice noises of Jordan. Thank you. That too. Um, um, yeah, look for the poll. We'll put it up soon. This episode should be up soon. Soon. I mean, um, you'll you'll know when it's up yep. before we do. And uh, we do. stay active with us. Communicate. As always, uh, follow us on the hashtag Oscar for Andy Circus. Lord. Yes. <laughs> As we always say, good tidings beware. And know. to you, all of my friends, watch American Gods. Bye. Good night, everybody. I can't find the stop button. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's your mouse?